Hello, this is Pastor Nathaniel, and you're listening to the Edda Talk for the Eddie Walk Podcast. Here you'll find messages meant to edify and encourage God's people in the maturity, purity, and unity that comes from following Christ. From devotional thoughts to sermons from our Sunday morning services, my prayer is that the time you spend listening to this podcast will help you grow closer to our Lord and also lead you to loving others like He loves us. Let's get right to it. So again, good morning. Right before Father's Day, I had terrible pain in my neck. I told the doctor, it's the worst stiff neck I've ever had in my life. That pain went down into my shoulder and then I had a rash on my stomach. I went to the chiropractor and he did all that stuff and of course it felt good. But there is still pain. In my shoulder, the worst pain in my life when we were on vacation. All I could do is get in the shower and cry and say, Lord, what is going on? That went throughout the summer, on and off. And you might have noticed last week, I was a tad bit emotional in the sermon. Because there was another flare-up. And I needed answers. That's it. (laughs) After several doctor visits to different doctors, I said, can I please get a test for Lyme disease? And it came back positive. So here's the deal. With the Lyme disease, my blood work is a mess. And my surgeon, he's been wonderful. But he said, if we don't get some of these particular levels down, we can't do your surgery September 21st. But hang on. I'm telling you specifics so you know how to pray. We're hopeful. There's a plan. Told you there's a plan. If they can't do the implant surgery, they can do another injection. Of course, that would be another three months. But pray the blood levels go down to where they need to be. If that's not the case... Maybe the injection will work better this time. You know, when you're fighting some other stuff, (laughs) your body may not work the way it's supposed to. I know the Lord's going to work things out. He will. I know I have a church praying for me. That's why I didn't tell you about the other stuff. So don't think I'm holding out on you. I kind of wanted to know exactly what it was. So you and my mom... (laughs) And my family wouldn't worry more. 
It's going to be okay. I've got treatments now. Fourth day in on the antibiotics. And I'm feeling better. They're starting to work. We have answers. The Lord's putting it together. And I'm sure He's got more other reasons and more other praises that's going to come out of this. But like I was saying last week, the command, rejoice in the Lord, always isn't always easy. But this morning, we find the pathway to joy. love how Scripture works. Because that command comes in verse 4 and by verse 9, 8 and 9, we have answers. Actually, verses 6 through 9, it's just all in there. So if you would, please turn with me to Philippians. Chapter 4, verses 4 through 9. While you do that, I'm going to grab my water. If you're able, would you please stand? I know it doesn't look very professional. And I know they lost yesterday. But I got my West Virginia Mountaineers. Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 9. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with Thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, Whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice. And the peace of God will be with you. Lord, I thank you.
for all the promises in your word. And in these few verses, Lord, I know many of us, dare I say all of us, have got something going on in our lives. With that in mind, help us. May our gentleness be evident to all. May we be known for your grace. Lord, we know we're human too. So in those times that we may have been not so gentle, may we seek forgiveness. Give us the courage if we need to. Lord, to apologize. Give us the discernment. Lord, help us to love others well. Lord, I know that we'll do that as we love you. And your love lives in us. Lord, bless this message this morning. May we keep our eyes fixed on you. May we think about all the good things. The things that we read about in verses 8 and 9 of this this letter to the Philippians. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Did you know that thoughts create neural pathways in your brain? Every thought you think, every feeling you feel, strengthens the circuitry in the brain. And that circuitry is known as neural pathways. So the question is what are we strengthening? Good thoughts. And I believe I remember Pastor Denny preaching about this. Or is it stinking thinking? What's it strengthening? In recent years, neurological studies have shown that new habits, new experiences, practices, let's rewind. Practice these things. We read this. Practice these things and you will have the peace of God. Alright, let's go back to where we were. New habits, experiences, practices, and any kind of learning causes neural pathways to rearrange or change. So that stinking thinking can even be changed. (laughs) These studies reveal what God already knew and how He knew what He was doing when He designed and created our brains. That's why His Word says what it says in verses 8 and 9. Paul understood the influence 
of a person's thoughts and how they influence a person's lives. Because for some reason, dang it, those thoughts come out. You see, Paul understood how our thoughts affect our life. And the Holy Spirit inspired Paul to write these words. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. There we have it. The pathway to peace. I couldn't do all those things listed this morning, so I picked out the ones I'm dealing with the most. I'm your preacher, you're stuck with me. Can I tell you what I told Nine the other day? Her Reverend Dunlop gave the best advice about preaching I've ever heard. So I guess you're going to know preaching secrets. Preach to yourself. Just invite everyone to listen. I messed it up. Preach to yourself. Invite others to listen. Hey, he's doing really well, by the way. That's answered prayer. That's something we can praise God for. You'll see what I'm talking about as we go through the service. I better get back to it. I told my wife and the praise team it's a short message this morning. (laughs) Think about whatever's true. You know, it's easy to dwell on the false. Especially when the false is about us or someone we love. But the Word says, Think about whatever is true. And what do we know is true? Better yet, who do we know is true? Jesus. The way, the truth, and the life. Think about Him. You know, sometimes false stuff comes at us. People, maybe you're dealing with this. People will say, you're not pretty. Or you're worthless. False words, right? Think about Jesus. Can I just remind you this morning that He's... He's crazy about you. Remember how much He loves you. 
this much, right? And if you're listening to the podcast, He died on a cross for you. How about that? And what does His Word say? Well, His Word says He was the Word. He is the Word. And I like to go to His Word. Because sometimes when we hear the wrong, I'm ahead of myself. When we hear the false, we can go to the truth in His Word. Can I give you two scriptures? And you can use your bulletin and your sermon notes if you want. That have helped me in the last seven months. Two scriptures. I got this one. Once Sarah Dirk preached. Because I couldn't hardly speak. (laughs) And don't you know, here's the word she had when she preached. This is what the Sovereign Lord, that's all capitals, in Isaiah chapter 30, verse 15. I learned this from Pete Lutz when he would do Bible study. When something is all caps in the Old Testament, that's the Lord and all His fullness. Father, Son, and Spirit. This is what the Sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel says. And repentance and rest is your salvation. And quietness and trust is your strength. How about this one? Job 42.2 Job's talking to God responding to God and he says I know you can do all things no plan of yours God can be thwarted that's truth folks when you're struggling Maybe tempting to just let that pathway go to false. Go to Jesus. Remember how much He loves you. And remember His Word. Speak His Word. And Paul tells us in the Word to think about whatever is right. Man, it's easy to put our minds on what is wrong. Everything that's wrong in this world, our country. Maybe someone did us wrong. Instead of thinking about the wrong, You know what the Holy Spirit said to me this week? Count your blessings. 
Because, man, you count everything. All the right things He's done for us. They're praiseworthy things, maybe. Okay, let's change this. Edit the sermon as we go along. Whatever is lovely. Instead of thinking about the wrong, the right and lovely. I went through a difficult time ten years ago. And I was so caught up in it. I missed the blessings right around me. Moments that I wish I had a time machine. And could go back and catch. Think about such things. Think about all the good things around you. I may get this quote wrong, but Nina was talking to one of the guys at the nursing home on Friday. And she said, you know what I read in the guidepost this week? Have you praised the Lord for what He did for you yesterday? That kind of sets the tone for the day, doesn't it? We count our blessings. Think the lovely things. It's really all around us if we don't get caught up in all the wrong things. Whatever is excellent or praiseworthy. You know what's praiseworthy? Answer prayer is praiseworthy. And you know we have short memories. But I was on the phone with someone from church this week. You know what we were talking about? This person mentioned, wow. You know what? If only we as a church had kept a journal, a record of all the answered prayers. And I want to get personal as a church for a minute. You know what this church does well that the Scripture tells us to do well? And I pray we continue to get better. You already know. We have many widows in this church. And did you know, maybe you didn't, maybe you're new here. This church began... Okay, don't do math when you're trying to preach, Nathaniel. 1983. So good, 38 years ago, right? Impressed with a quick math? Me too. <laughs> Throughout that time, there were many women who came to church here whose husbands were not saved. And they were brought, lifted in prayer. Week after week after week. And I don't want to preach false stuff from the pulpit. So correct me if I'm wrong. But I'm pretty sure I'm right. Every single one of those men are in heaven now. That's something to praise the Lord about, isn't it? go through dark times. 
It's easy to go to dark places. Especially in here. Folks, I love you. Don't know what's in here, go to here. Rather than taking that path, think about his love. Think about his goodness. Think about his grace that's brought you through. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast is helpful to you, please rate us on iTunes or like our page, Springwater Church the Nazarene, on Facebook. Have a great day and Lord bless.